Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, call me. My main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey! This is escape, then we're the pod. Get the Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod. I'm your host, Josh, and today I'll have my co-host with me again, Diego. We're going to be nailing out a couple more episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars together. We go reference the, uh, well, we reference the Star Wars The Clone Wars chronological episode order blog post from StarWars.com. Uh, and we nail items three through nine off of the list. So we nailed uh, quite a few episodes on, on the list. Clone Cadets, Supply Lines, Ambush, Rising Malevolence, Shadow of Malevolence, Destroy Malevolence, and Rookies. Uh, so we conquer quite a few there. We chat all about Force a Triple Force Friday. Uh, all the new stuff that's available on the shelf. Uh, what I managed to pick up and the goodie bag I got. Uh, super fun event. If it was on at your local mall, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about if you were there. And uh, finally, the Disney hotline that's available for kids saying goodnight. Uh, you can hear a message from Yoda. So we play that back for you as well. Uh, so let's go down and meet Diego and chat all about Clone Wars. Another happy landing. Hey, so welcome back, Diego, to uh, the Escape Pod. Thanks for thanks for coming back on today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Always ready, ready, ready to talk about some more Clone Wars. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's All get right, to it. yeah, let's do this. So uh, before we do that, though, uh, we haven't actually watched the next couple episodes yet. We're gonna take a break and watch those uh, after we just get through some of the news. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. one of the more interesting parts on the news this week was Force Friday. So uh, Force Friday is the event that they normally have before every single Star Wars like major movie. They've done a day where they release all the new toys and everything and games and whatever else, so all the new Lego um, action figures and, and whatever else. So right. in most of like the cities across North America, one mall or toy store or whatever has, has uh, hosted this event. And fortunately enough, uh, our local Toys R Us hosted this year's Triple Force Friday. So I went down last night being like Thursday night at 11.30 down to our local Toys R Us. And uh, and I waited outside, there was a short enough line. And um, so we got in within like maybe 10, 15 minutes of opening. Uh, but they opened the doors at 12 o'clock where they had, uh, they had stormtroopers there from the 501st Legion, which is like the official, unofficial, official costume group sort of thing. So mm-hmm. it was, uh, that was, uh, I, 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 got a, I got a photo for you here. Um, we had, Two stormtroopers, and uh, there was an imperial officer there. Oh yeah, check that out. <laughs> oh yeah, and these guys are in the lineup. Yeah, yeah, these oh, guys are like sweet. walking around taking photos. So. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. It was it was really awesome. So, um, I'm assuming you had your saber there. No, actually, I didn't bring it this year. Oh, you didn't bring it, man. No, no, I didn't bring it. I should have oh. brought it, but the batteries were dead. So, I was oh, like, yeah, right. you know what? I'll just, I'll just, you know, next time. But yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. But I did buy something. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if uh, you saw it yet, but yeah, I, I will. So. I will do the ultimate reveal of turning on the display case behind me. So, okay. uh, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. All right, the the grand uh, entry of the latest addition to the helmet case. Oh, yeah! I okay. got a Darth Vader Black Series helmet, and uh, yeah, it's it's it's. Oh, hold on a second. Let me just grab this. Then. Yeah. Let's do it. That looks sweet, man. It's pretty uh it's pretty down to the T in terms of details. Like because I remember oh, yeah. Alright, I got set it down here. Yeah. yeah. I remember I had one back in the day. Look it was, at this. Uh, Look at this. If you take off the Lee. the outer shell, you get all the the different No, I want I want to see the, the inside. Look at the that's, inside. That's like <clears throat> Look, look at this, look at this. What? Look at the sound it makes. That is pretty legit, man. Oh yeah. You know what? And they, I was saying that they got it so down to the T. This like, this reminds me, you know, in episode three, as Anakin is finally getting his helmet on and you see the red vision and you see actually see the inside of the helmet. You can actually see like down to the T, these corners, all these edges, like the, the eyelids, everything is just so precise and down to the T. Like this, this is pretty fantastic, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great, right? Yeah. It reminds yeah. me when I was uh, younger and I had a, um, I had like the, the, it was a helmet, but yeah, know. I was gonna say you had the yeah. like the kid helmet that? one, yeah, yeah. And, and it was like it open push... at the back, or was it just uh, no? Or was it not? It was it was like a full thing. It was a one piece, and you'd put it on. And I remember it had that little neck band, and you push the buttons, and it oh would, yeah, it'd that's have right. Yeah, you had the chest box, yes, and all the switches and everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. There was also one function where you would push a button, and it would like take your voice and kind of make it as Darth Vader-esque as possible. Yeah. Which never sounded, you know, like James Earl Jones, but it was still pretty cool, you know. Well, you know what the coolest part about this is? It comes off. Oh, no way. Yeah, it comes apart into three pieces and wow. you get the bottom collar. Wait, look at the back of this thing. Look at the back of the collar here. It's so detailed. It's crazy. Like, That's insane, man. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So and this actually, <clears throat> this is like a brace. So this, you can... You can oh and and it's worth noting when you press the the sound button while all the two pe- the other two pieces are off, you get the classic Return of the Jedi breathing when he, when deficiency he, sound. When he yeah, takes his mask off. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's... So you can actually like you can put this on, and then when you when you get the other part on um, over top you get that second sound effect, which is with the breathing. And this is all magnetically attached and everything. Wow. Like once it attaches, it just makes that, that's that cool sound. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then when you put the, the top on, it just magnetically, you know, clips into place here. And then, uh, you got the helmet and it comes with a little stand and everything, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's awesome. It's, yeah. It was 150 bucks. So it wasn't cheap, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I got the Stormtrooper one already, so yeah. I thought like, oh, I, I gotta have that one. Like, um, that is wicked, man. That yeah, is sweet. Like, super cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it, it's... 
Yeah, it's um, it, it is actually not the newest thing that showed up in the store because there was a there was a Luke Skywalker X-wing helmet, which is the one that I was kind of had my eye on, and uh, I went down there initially to get that. But when I saw that there was only three Vader helmets left in general in the whole store, oh, I, I thought to myself like, oh, I was like, maybe I should get that one because when I looked online, they're all going for more than what they're being sold for off the shelf. Mm -hmm. So like they're kind of like limiting production because the Stormtrooper helmet that I have, that's gone up in value because they don't make them anymore. Right. So collectors are selling them for you know, a, a higher price point at this point. So, but you're not going to sell them. Like, no, 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 yeah. totally. Not. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. but you know, I thought I thought to myself like I was like, oh man, like I know the Luke Skywalker one just came out on Force Friday, but and as cool as it is, like you know, I want to get, I kind of want to get that one too. But <laughs> but uh, but the Vader one, like it's it's been out for a while, and I was worried that if I left it, that it would yeah. just be sold out, and then I wouldn't get my hands on it again. Because mm -hmm. that's what happened with the Shadow Trooper helmet. There was there was uh, variations of the Stormtrooper helmet. They had a black version, and then they had like a white version with red markings on it for a, a Stormtrooper Shock Trooper. Uh, or whatever and um <clears throat> i didn't end up getting those because you know it's t two of the same helmet but with different different designs and stuff like that mm -hmm. um but uh but when the black when the black series darth vader helmet came out um i was i thought like oh that's so cool like they did such a great job with that one um the first two that they made which was the kylo ren helmet oh, and they the boba uh, fett one they're, they're making a boba fett one. Oh, they're, man. They're, it's not out yet but they will make a, a boba fett one uh, so this is the new one that came out. It's the Luke Skywalker helmet. So it's it's like, you know, it's got lights and sound, surround sound speakers on the inside and padding and everything. It's it's the closest thing to a replica that you can probably get for a reasonable price. Um, this is the the black the black uh, shadow trooper helmet, which I ended up not getting my hands on. But now that one's crazy valuable. Mm -hmm. And then this one is a Battlefront Two exclusive shock trooper variation, which is also something I didn't buy. So I got the regular one, but all three of these are, are not being made anymore. Mm -hmm. And the only ones that you can get your hands on now are the Luke Skywalker helmet and the Vader helmet. And I believe that's it. Um, when the series like first started coming out with them making these helmets, they did have the Poe Dameron helmet, which is like uh, the resistance sort of X-wing version of, of a fighter helmet. But I tried it on and it's super tiny, like really, really? small. Yeah, it was really tight. So I, I actually didn't like it that much. And the Kylo Ren helmet, even though it looks cool on the box, when you took it out of the box, it was a very cheap quality. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't too impressed with either of those. But, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking you know, if I have a display case with the Luke Skywalker helmet, the Vader helmet and the Boba Fett helmet and the Stormtrooper helmet, like, like all, you know, all four helmets, just like in in a display case like it would be it would be pretty cool. But oh, yeah, definitely. Anyway, yeah. So this event, they had uh, they had stuff from. Uh, from the Rise of Skywalker, there was a couple action figures that they released. There was an off-world Jawa. Um, uh, they had a Ray figure. They had a Kylo Ren figure. Any sabers? Uh, they had a brand new Kylo Ren Force Effects lightsaber, mm -hmm. and I think it was like five hundred dollars or something. Oh, it was man. it was crazy. Like it's uh, it was uh, it was way more expensive than what you could pay for a dueling saber from Ultra Sabers or something. Was like that. it was it as detailed uh, or a little bit less detailed than our Episode Three Anakin uh, sabers from back in the day? It was well, it's it's the same level of quality, so it's the same kind of detail on like the hilt same and same kind of like chrome finish. Like I know his saber isn't chrome, but 
Yeah, like, no, it's, you know it's what I well, mean? yeah, uh, yeah, it's the same idea. Yeah. yeah. So if they made like that in in like if they made uh, Ray's what they're calling it Ray's lightsaber now, but it's you know it's Anakin's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they remade that, it's the same same exact level of detail on, on that. So um, for <laughs> for for Force Friday, they had a couple gold action figures here. Like made out of real gold or no, just gold just like painted plated. paint oh, yeah. gold. Yeah, and okay. I, I don't know what size these are. These are like the oh the three three and three quarter inches maybe, but um, actually I don't know. So like um, almost like a toy soldier kind of thing. Kind, uh, yeah, or maybe three, a little three bit and, bigger. Three and three quarter inches. Yeah, so yeah. so it's maybe like like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like a, it's, yeah, th- three inches and seventy five. Uh, millimeters i guess it is or something but mm-hmm. yeah those are the ones that are uh that are i think they're losing popularity actually they're more for like uh using with play sets and stuff right but the ones that are super popular these days are the six inch figures and those mm-hmm. are the ones that everyone's trying to get their hands on so i have i have you know a couple six inch figures in the case um mm-hmm. uh like i have an ahsoka tano a vader mm-hmm. uh an exclusive captain rex one uh, in episode eight, uh, seven, Luke Skywalker, and it, or episode eight, I guess it is. You got a Jango uh, Fed. That's got, pretty sweet. I got a Thrawn as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that that the the Jango Fed is actually a statue from a different company. It's a oh. company called Koda Bioku or whatever. But, oh, uh, but yeah, those the, that that case that shelf right there is just mm-hmm. like the figures there. So I have one, two, three, four, five. Oh, six. I got a battle droid. So nice. the battle droid, though, they gave it to us for free, a part of a goodie bag. So part of the event was you just showed up. They gave you a goodie bag with a T-shirt and an action figure and a plushie uh, inside this 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 bag. So we, we you know we opened up the bag and the action figure that uh, me and uh, oh Ben and I went and and we both got the battle droid. So we got a free six-inch Black Series battle droid figure, um, a T-shirt that's gray and it has the writing. Uh, what does it say? It says Stormtroopers, Elite Soldiers of the Galactic Empire. Yeah. And it's got a picture of a Stormtrooper helmet and the Galactic Empire symbol on either end of the helmet. And it's a pretty sweet shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. So we got that. And then uh, I don't know if you saw it when you came in, uh, but there was like a, a Vader plushie toy like beneath the mirror. I um, actually saw the <laughs> box of the helmet. I oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I Like I saw it and I'm like, I've never seen that before, but you know we'll see what happens and sure yeah, enough yeah. it was yeah yeah so i ended up buying the helmet but uh mm-hmm. i think at some point in the future i'll go down and pick up the luke skywalker one eventually but you know that just came out so i was like yeah i got more time to get the luke skywalker helmet right um yeah it would go well with my my orange jacket that i picked up at disneyland oh yeah uh, but, nice. <laughs> yeah but uh anyway so uh a few other things that they had on the shelf was they had a new kylo ren figure uh with the cracked helmet that he's got from the new poster uh and he's got there's an off-world jawa here a sith trooper red red sith trooper um there's an inquisitor from the the new video game that's coming out mm. um and then the this the second second sister inquisitor is what it's called uh there's the six inch purge trooper i believe that's from the same game uh there's a six inch jana i get she's from uh, rise of skywalker i believe um there's a six inch cal kestis who's the main character of the jedi fallen order game with his little droid there um 
We got a, a Cara Dune figure from the Mandalorian TV show that'll be airing on Disney+. Plus. And then you got Rey. Uh, we got Rey and Dio, uh, the droid, the new droid. Uh, a new First Order Stormtrooper with a riot shield and the riot uh, weapon, I guess, that we saw <laughs> Finn dueling uh, Captain Phasma in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a, uh, a First Order Jet Trooper. This is the first time that we've seen a Jet Trooper in the new series. What do you what do you think of the look of the jet trooper? Um, I'm it's the suit wise. I don't mind the suit, but like personally, I'm not a big fan of the. He's kind of got like a cyclops thing going with his with his helmet. I'm oh not, yeah, the visor. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not too big on. on you know the, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the snow troopers that that we saw in uh, Solo. Let me pull up a picture of these things because they're kind of interesting to look at. Snow trooper from Solo. Uh, look at this. Look at the comparison. <laughs> oh, excuse oh, me. Oh, bless you. Excuse me. Uh, look at this. Look at this. Uh, this is the snowtrooper from Solo. Mm-hmm. So that that visor there, it looks pretty similar to to the jet trooper. The, the size of the helmet, like the way it's shaped and everything as well. It's like very similar. Uh, same color as well, just without the big fluffy coat. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we got we got a new first order elite stormtrooper or snow. Sorry, snowtrooper. It's got a big huge robe on it, white robe. The Mandalorian himself with his, his cool armor and his gun there. And then there's the the Black Series Luke Skywalker helmet. And that's the new Force Effects Kylo Ren helmet. So, yeah, it was it was, it was all in all a pretty cool night. Um, you know, got to see some people in costume. Got to see all the new toys and everything like that. And all the stuff they that they release is that um, it's obviously for sale for quite a bit. But then eventually it'll all be one-off items, just like the other helmets you previously mentioned. Uh, yeah, so so like I mean, today was just kind of the special day of release, uh, mm. and we got a goodie bag. Right. I mean, you could have shown up to the event, not bought anything, and still been like super satisfied with getting the goodie bag. Um, you know, there were people who showed up and didn't buy anything, uh, but uh, but yeah, like you know, all, all these products will be still obviously available like after today. It's just like today's the official launch, and and they wanted oh, okay. to do something exciting. So mm-hmm. yeah, so they they put on an event, and yeah, I, I felt I felt kind of obligated to go because even though it was a it was a Thursday night going down there, and it started at midnight and everything, and you know I work the next day and all that, but uh, but you know I. Like, you know, I'm obviously a huge Star Wars fan and I would feel so guilty if I didn't go and then they stopped hosting it. In, right. Um, yeah, that would be that would be a crying shame. So I, I do obviously want to support like the, the local store and everything. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, so on to the, the next bit of news here. Uh, there was uh, it, it's actually been a, a, a been a week or so since uh, since this came out. Uh, but there was a a, a voicemail thing that uh, that Disney had going on uh, which if you called the Disney hotline you would get some sort of a, a voicemail message to help put your kid to sleep and there was a there was a, there was a Star Wars one yeah there was a Star Wars one which they did which was uh, with Yoda and Yoda like helps you know put your put your kid to sleep sort of thing so maybe uh, let me find it He's here not so gonna I sing can like lullaby of my uh, baby or whatever Other places 
I think it's pretty cool, but uh, I think, uh, in in my opinion, I think it's just a tad bit too long. It's a tad bit creepy. Just, yeah, yeah, I, I was, yeah, like a, yeah. It's a little strange. It's a little, little creepy. A little bit too long. Like it's cool though. Yeah, uh, but like, yeah, I, I definitely would. I, I don't that. know if I would be putting a kid to sleep. No. by playing that though i definitely wouldn't put myself to sleep listening to that definitely not yeah but, no uh, there's very few circumstances that i think this is beneficial to a children's good night yes yes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so uh we have gotten together again to get through some more episodes of clone wars yeah so um the next episode is about specifically it's about clone cadets and their training on camino um so it's uh Five headstrong clones struggle to complete their training on Kamino. So uh, it, it introduces you to a few characters who will pop up throughout later on in the show. But uh, just like out of out of curiosity, are you at all aware of like any form of clone trooper training that has happened that you've read about or anything on the expanded universe anywhere like in any books or games or whatever do you do you have any idea like what they go through uh as far as as far as that goes all i can really recall is like a couple scenes from like uh the movies oh yeah uh, from attack of the clones particularly from attack of the clones um but other than that expanded universe not a whole lot i do recall playing a game i i think it was like an old ps2 game i forget the name of it like battle was battlefront it, was or? it battlefront or battlefront I th- 2 i guess battle uh i don't remember if it was battlefront 1 or 2 but it would have been battlefront 2 if it was clone wars era content then it was probably yeah. battlefront 2 yeah. but yeah um there was a uh like some cut cutaway scenes from that game that i remember seeing uh as far as their training goes but nothing nothing past that oh okay yeah all right Cool. Well, uh, we're going to be watching that and then we're going to be getting through a couple, as many as we can get in. But uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about what we've seen uh, after the break. So uh, let's go and watch some Clone Wars here. Yes. All right. We are back and uh, we just watched a couple episodes of uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars here. And uh, which, how many did we watch? Which which ones did we watch here? Five. We watched, uh, did we watch five? Um, I think at least four. four. Okay, yeah. We watched, uh, we watched Clone Cadets, Supply Lines, Ambush, Rising Malevolence, Shadow of Malevolence, Destroy Malevolence, and Rookies. Was it seven? seven? Seven episodes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> seven episodes. We just got through. That's that's a pretty that's a pretty good number. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually a lot covered in those episodes, and uh, we're not going to walk through all of it. But uh, for those of you following at home, this is uh, I guess number. Uh, 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 the, the the theatrical release doesn't have a number. It's technically counted uh, as uh, two point five, I guess, but. Uh, this is number three through nine on the StarWars.com chronological viewing order list. 
So uh, that's uh, items three through nine. And uh, just going over the, I guess, the the first episode, the Clone Cadets episode, we meet characters, Heavy, Echo, Fives, Cut Up, and uh, I'm blanking on the, the other one's name. Uh, but you got a, 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 like a glimpse into how the troopers train on Kamino, which I, is kind of cool. I, I did I did find it pretty cool. It was it kind of sheds a new light on the clones for me, especially like uh, shows a different side, one that you'd never really get to see in the, in the movies, of course. And, you know, if you're not playing the games or like reading the books and you don't see the show, you don't really see this side necessarily but it's cool to see how they train and how they kind of are brought up and yeah they, they turn into the warriors that they are so it was it was cool it sheds a new light on them very, yeah very very cool yeah yeah totally uh i thought it was interesting that shack t is you know she, she's a jedi general but she's like specifically placed on camino to supervise the training of new clone troopers I'm not sure why that is, but it. Well, and they hired they hired bounty hunters to train these cadets. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's like that's almost the weirdest part about like the clones the clones training process is that they're essentially at this point in time they've become so desperate for for help to get as many clones out the door as they can right. to fight this war that they're hiring mercenaries to you know train them up as as gunmen kind of thing. Uh, which is interesting because a lot of these bounty hunters, I don't know, maybe maybe they have military background, who knows, but uh, they they didn't seem like the kind of guys that had um, a crazy amount of knowledge in the way a military is supposed to work. I, I would think that they would have uh, other clones training clones or, or, or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, or computers training clones because the, the Kaminoans uh, in, to Obi-Wan in, in Attack of the Clones, they do say like, you know they're very reliant on their, uh, uh, you know their their training programs and stuff like that. Uh, they're uh, highly advanced and all that, and it just I don't know. It kind of diminished that line a little bit when I saw that there was mercenaries, which were which were training these these troopers. But uh, you know what can you do? Um, feel free to add anything. I, if I you think want. that like uh, I think that. Um especially like for the clones being modeled after uh Jango Fett a, a bounty hunter himself you'd think that oh another bounty hunter is is training him you think that would kind of add to them but like you said they're so desperate that they're like kind of just letting anyone through the door and kind of letting anyone train them it's not it's not really it's not really adding and you kind of notice in the episode that they don't really um, at first initially anyways they mention in the episode all oh, these guys they're ba- they basically say these guys suck they're they're not gonna amount to anything as as actual clone troopers and they're not they're not gonna get places mm-hmm. but then they decide to work as a team and you know instead of kind of uh, working individually they get together and they brainstorm and they actually do pretty well and then it, it's kind of interesting to see how these clone troopers when you're initially introduced to them you think oh okay they're clones like they're all they're all the same they're all modeled after Django Fett they're all you know this and that however it's 
seeing this kind of shows a new side to them that kind of makes them more unique and more uh you kind of see start to see them as okay every single clone has their own character their own uh their own uniqueness about them they're not just you know clones of one guy yeah that's no that's a super good point and that that actually that that comes up in the in a few times over the episodes that we watched today. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, it comes up in, in the ambush episode when Yoda has a chat with those three clones and mm-hmm. comes up again in Brokies and, um, and yeah, especially in clone cadets is that, uh, you know, for the first time, I guess, uh, I mean, we get hints of it through the, the first three items on the list, which was, you know, cat and mouse hidden enemy and the theatrical clone Wars release. But it's really this episode onwards that we start diving into the depth that is, uh, a human clone mm-hmm. and it's like it like when we see them on screen in these in these films they're we don't really think too much more of them than the droids i mean like we're aware of that the fact that they're humans but like we we really ignore the fact that they are that they have like thoughts and feelings and beating hearts and and working brains and and emotions you know they experience fear like any other human would uh, they experience loss of uh, comrades and, and brothers. And, uh, you know, they uh, they have been born to fight a war that they that has no meaning to them. And uh, and they're sent out there to essentially fight and die for these uh, these, you know, this republic and these these Jedi who, uh, you know, some of them treat them worse than others. But uh, thankfully, uh, even even in the, the the malevolence trilogy that we watched, uh, there's a line that Plo Koon has, which really sticks out to me every time I watch it. But uh, when they're chasing down the malevolence, that massive ship, mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, you know they're on the escape pod and and uh, hiding out from this uh, hunter ship that's taking down all the escape pods. Uh, I think the clones have a discussion about uh, whether or not people are going to come rescue them because they're just clones. And, uh, you know, one of them says, uh, oh, if I was in charge, I would be going after that, that cruiser, you know, like there's no point coming to rescue us sort of thing. Like we're, we're just clones. And then Plo Koon, like the Jedi in charge of this initial operation, uh, that got torn apart. Actually cares about them. Yeah. And he says, uh, he says, I value your life more than finding that ship. And yeah. And so it's like that, that was really quite a, a a good a good line like especially from a jedi and uh, at this point in the war when they've like lost so much of their original um their original purpose for being just peacekeepers and uh you know not warriors or or generals in a war which is already a controversial thing for them to be involved in in the first place mm-hmm. um it's just nice to it's refreshing to see that that there are still things that they stand for, which remain the same and preserving life at all costs is, is certainly one of them, which, uh, which separates Anakin apart from a lot of the other Jedi at times, because he just, you know, he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. He just goes about he just, his own way. Yeah. He just does yeah. things his way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, no, so Clone Cadets was pretty cool. Supply lines, uh, we got to see Ryloth uh, under attack from the droids. Ryloth it belongs to the Republic. They have a senator in, in uh, on Frita or, or something. His name is the big, the big chunky one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so they're under attack and they have a freedom fighter who's working. Uh, his name is uh, Chamsundula. And Chamsundula actually comes into play much later on. Uh, and uh, in follow-up shows as well. He's a big character in the canon. But um, so it was cool to meet him for the first time. And there's another, there's a Jedi that we meet. Uh, I forget his name now. It's a Nikto Jedi Master. And he he gives his life and dies for the Twi'leks to fight another day, essentially. Um, and uh, Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I forget his name. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm blanking on his name now. But, uh, but that was kind of cool because it's the first time in the show that we also see a Jedi die. Yeah. Yeah. Like in and in canon so far, aside from all the Jedi that died in the Geonosian arena and on Geonosis there and Qui-Gon. Yes. Uh, it's really the first Jedi since that moment that we see die because uh, at this point there's been a couple months of of warfare at this point. You know, Anakin's already got his scar on his face and Commander Cody's already got his scars on his face. So it's so like the war's already begun begun. Like as I think we mentioned in the last episode that it doesn't pick up directly after episode two. Uh, so sometimes gone by, but uh, it is the first time in the show and in canon that we see a Jedi die since the previous forms of media. So, um, so that was kind of a, it was a sacrificial moment, which is good. Um, but, you know, the the Republic delivers on the promise and they manage to supply uh, supplies to the Twi'leks, thanks to Jar Jar and, uh, <laughs> and Bail Organa. And thanks, uh, thanks the, to the distractions. Yeah, yeah. Jar Jar is amazing dinner performance. Yeah. Dinner and a show is yeah. what I like to call it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so so we get we get a nice little display in that in that episode. But it leads into the next one, which is when the the king of Tordaria wants to meet with Yoda or the the Repu- a leader of the Republic, which ends up being Yoda, uh, to talk about. Uh, joining the Republic. And then Venturus kind of puts him to the test against uh, her legions of droids that she sends after Yoda and these three clone troopers that kind of crash on this meeting place planet uh, in their escape pod. Mm-hmm. In their escape pod, you know, yeah. uh, unlike, uh, not too uh, not too far off our, the one that we're in right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and they, uh, you see, you really see like the potential of uh, what three clones and a Jedi can do. Mind you, it is Yoda. But yeah, that's a, that's it. I think especially that particular episode, like that's a huge, huge advantage. Like those those three clones that you see fight alongside with Yoda, there, it's they're very good clones. They're good at what they do. But uh, I do think that having Yoda by their side uh, puts them at a huge advantage. Like it would be the same if you put you know Mace Windu or Anakin or Obi Wan, but just because it's Yoda, right? He's more powerful than all of them. It's just unbelievable. To, and you see it in the episode. They take down easily a oh, couple like hundred droids. Three tanks and yeah, like multiple tanks. multiple supers oh, yeah. and hundreds of battle droids. Yeah. 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 It's it's crazy. Um, but it really it, it also has a good morale in that one for the clones as well. Cause you know, he and Yoda addresses them each by name as they have like this this moment in that cave. Yes, and he addresses them all by name and points out like a a, a good attribute that each of them have, and uh, it gives them an advice kind of thing. And, he wants to see their and, faces. Uh, yeah, and you know he's he he kind of gets on the on this ground level of of like okay like you know your guys aren't aren't just numbers like you know you 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 
you three are men. You know, you you have uh, you each and every one of you have the living force in you, mm-hmm. whether you can use it or not. Essentially, Yoda is saying that the that the force is in all things, you know, in all living things, and it, it kind they of, have purpose. Yeah, they have purpose, and and they have heart, and uh, it's very much a, an Empire Strikes Back moment for Yoda. Uh, yeah. To have with these clone troopers, and and I thought that was really cool because on uh, on the the clone trooper front with Yoda, we only really see him interacting in the movies with uh, Commander Gree on on Kashyyyk, yeah. but we don't really see Yoda interacting with just uh, your average troopers or or lieutenants or whatever. And and here he is, uh, you know, just appreciating these these men for who they are and uh, for what they've given and um, and for all, all that they you know, have as potential for, uh, um, yeah. So he, he really kind of like makes them feel special in a way. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is nice as well. So it's it like, uh, that's the one thing about the show. It's, it's so cool to see them each get like such identity, uh, all the clones, like they get, they get much more character, um, which is only appropriate cause it's, you know, it's called the clone wars. So, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, what did you think of the malevolence? <sighs> crazy massive ship like uh seeing seeing its actual uh offense uh, it's a giant it's basically a giant pulse wave that when fired uh when it attacks uh the i guess its enemy it basically shuts down all the power to the ship renders them helpless and defenseless and then they just bomb away at them and they just fire away, take the ships down, and it's a crazy ship. But in that episode, well, I guess in the span of those three episodes, yeah, uh, we see it take down multiple ships. But in the end, of course, the Jedi find a way. And who else but Anakin to take down that massive ship? <laughs> <laughs> I love how he does it too. Like, yeah. oh, it's worth noting, Grievous almost died three times yeah. in those three episodes. Yeah. Right, yeah. like that, that was pretty crazy in its own. Like, like Anakin and his team of fighters almost blow up the bridge until they give up the mission and blow up that the main weapon instead. Mm-hmm. And then in that third episode of the arc, it's uh, it's you know the malevolence and Grievous trying to get away from the Republic ships, which are you know Obi Wan is chasing after them, sort of thing. Until they kidnap Padme, and then Anakin and Obi Wan have to go rescue Padme and three PO from the ship. And R two comes along, and you know there's some there's a pretty nice smileable. C-3PO and R2-D2 moments in that in that episode. Uh, Those characters. Destroy Malevolence. They're just so classic. They're... Oh, I appreciate their on-screen time in this show so much more since seeing the sequels when we get hardly anything of them. Yeah. Um, It's really refreshing to just like, you know, you know, see them interacting and and all that but uh yeah there's uh there's a there's a very Anakin moment in this show where he reprograms the Navicomputer to aim the ship at that moon to just drive into it and blow up sort of thing and uh and so i guess he hopes to kill grievous but he you know, also he gets disabled away. The, the hyperdrive yeah and he disables yeah. the hyperdrive right yeah. after the droids fix it and like yeah. that elevator door sequence where the, like him and padme the the door closes right when the other door opens and the droids walk in they're like oh i guess the hyperdrive is uh, repaired and yeah. <laughs> yeah just fools like yeah oh my goodness it's, it's pretty good it's pretty good but yeah. uh and then padme almost killed grievous uh at, at one point when she almost when she blew up her ship 
Mm-hmm. Uh, almost, almost killed Grievous. Then, uh, which... imagine that. Hey, like just, <laughs> just no, yeah. no Jedi, no droids, nothing. Like Padme of all of all just characters, a senator, yeah, a senator, a, a senator blows up Grievous. Can you imagine the headline on the on the the Hollow Net news? Oh yeah, senator from the Boo kills general of the uh, of the uh, separatist droid army. You know, yeah, oh, that'd Commander be quite something. Grievous, yeah, yeah. Um, the last episode, which was called Rookies. That one takes us back to our clone cadets, which we started off with, and they've been posted on the Rishi base, the Rishi moon base, uh, which is a moon above Kamino, which essentially acts as a warning outpost to warn uh, the Republic if there ever was to be an invasion of um, of uh, Kamino, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there's commando droids. We're, we're introduced to commando droids in this episode, and uh, they... Uh, hijack the facility and these clones lose their sergeant and uh, and uh, kind of escape and and all that they lose cut up cut up dies and uh, the other guy and uh, and uh, uh, so then there's just heavy echo and fives and then uh, and then Captain Rex and Cody arrive to for an inspection and they have an encounter with those commander droids. It's a bit of a tug of war going on with like who owns rights over the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the end, uh, Heavy gives up his life, uh, sets off the bomb manually because the remote detonator is not working. And they essentially come up with a plan to blow up the base to warn the Republic because it's still transmitting the all clear signal and the droids have hardwired it that way. So in order to warn the Republic of the invasion, uh, they blow up their own base to, to do so. So, um, that was kind of that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah. Another, it makes you feel like uh, very attached to the character when when Heavy gives up his life and makes that makes that sacrifice. Um, yeah, very unique compared to when a clone dies on screen in the films. Uh, it's just as, another as clone dying. Whereas exactly. There's, there's some, even though it's a short-lived connection, there is something there. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we're all out of time for today um, and uh, got through quite a few episodes there. So uh, thanks for joining us again on the Escape Pod, Leo. Thanks, everyone. Tune in for the next episode. All right. Well, uh, always great to have you back, Diego. Thank you so much for popping by the Escape Pod and chatting Star Wars The Clone Wars. We nailed quite a bit off the list today. And uh, next episode, I'm sure we'll be... Uh, nailing quite a few more off the list as we journey towards the Clone Wars saved episodes that will be returning on Disney Plus in the new year. So hopefully by the time that happens, we've we've accomplished our, our five and a half slash six seasons of the show. And, uh, and yeah, so uh, Mandalorian, that comes out on Disney Plus on November 12th. Uh, the pilot will be available day one, and week by week episodes will follow. So for all you bingers out there, unfortunately, it's not going to be available right at the start. The Rise of Skywalker comes out December this year, 2019. It's going to be fantastic to see the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. And uh, I'm super curious on how JJ is going to wrap this up. It's a bit of a challenge having to build on the ground that was forged by the Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what he does. Jedi Fallen Order comes out November 15th on 
PC, Xbox One, and PS4. So if you have that on pre-order, I think I'm aware of what you'll be doing that weekend. (laughs) Other than that, thanks again for listening, and may the Force be with you. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>